You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. I'm your host, Anna. I'm here with my other host, Paul. I'm here with a once host and here again, Rick. And we have a great special guest on that you may recognize the name of from another episode. You also might recognize the name from a, a few spots that he's done in the past, from the uh, Drew Carey show to JAG, Days of Our Lives to Pistol Feet, all the way over to Phantasmagoria. We have with us... Uh, well, I could say Don Gordon, but really we have with us David Holm today. Hey, David, how's it going? Don Gordon. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Nice. As long as we don't mention drain cleaner anytime tonight. <laughs> Everybody no, gets one. Right? We, got it by, we all used them up last time. <laughs> I like it for a minute at the beginning there, and I thought you were just going to be like, you, you might recognize this guy from one of our other episodes, and this left it that. <laughs> You have to pick which one of us is the the uh, the person to be talking about today. Yeah. Yes, that's that's funny. That's funny. When I I joined, you know, Cindy uh, Patello, she has Mystery Manor. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. She started way back, and and so she had, she'd asked me to join that uh, for a little while, and so it wasn't just a couple of months ago, and so I I said, okay, here, walk me through it, and had her on the phone, and. And it's a cool little site. Uh, she had that way back. Nice little gathering place for, you know, game folks to talk about gaming. And, uh, mm -hmm. but she said, don't put your name. Make, make some name <laughs> up. I want them to guess. And so I said, Dark Room Dawn. I mean, how easy is that? <laughs> it was three weeks later. People were like, oh, no, 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 no. And I went, do these people play games? Do they really? Mm -hmm. Any of them? <laughs> <laughs> so everybody go ahead i was just a dark and dawn sounds kind of like a sounds like a grinder name honestly <laughs> <laughs> one my porn name my porn name was donkey boy so you know i didn't yeah, know. okay wow hung very oh. nice <laughs> 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 so yeah, we uh, those of our regular listeners and those who aren't, because this was one of our, our episodes that has had the highest numbers. I mean, from that episode till now was our episode with you, David Holmes. So for those that were here before and new people were probably wondering what the heck you've been up to. Uh, we talked to you, gosh, was it way back two years ago almost? It wasn't that long ago now, was it? It was two years to yeah. the virus. The virus was last year. So it was the mm -hmm. 25th of September, and then the virus mm -hmm. started in January or March. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's been a while. Because uh, I know, uh, yeah, yeah, I, we haven't had a chance to, to catch up much since then. I, I know you were uh, thinking of putting yourself out there a little bit more after we talked to you last. Well, we had to stay home for a year, so I finished my book, finally. <laughs> it didn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> right, yes, staying home for a year, yes, right. Something just one year. Just uh, one year. So you went the path of the book. Well, that that is a great path to be taken nowadays. It's a great at-home activity, so uh, tell me a little bit about that. I'd only been working on it forever, and so uh, <laughs> I, I didn't wear my mask at home when I worked on the book, just so... Just so we're clear. 
I did it mask free. <laughs> yeah, the book really. I'm really, really, I'm really pleased with it, and I'm I'm such a. That's why it took me so long because I, you know, just always want to change and and uh, some damn ADHD. You know, just always want to something change a little better. Such yeah. a perfectionist, and so. You know, originally it was just going to be poems on paper, you know, mm -hmm. um, pretty damn boring. <laughs> so it really, what it turned out to be, I'm, I'm so happy with. And like I, like I said, I just got into, well, I haven't really promoted it yet. I think I've given away as many as I've sold, um, mm -hmm. which is it's half the fun for me anyway. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, I, I just got in so I could change, um, change, make any changes. And I, I changed the bio a little bit. There was, there was a, I'm going to ask you all this uh, because it was a, when I was going over this with my sister on the bio. Um, oh, you mean your sister I with the master's found. degree? Yes. The one with <laughs> master's degree. <laughs> master's life. You know, I think it, I think it carries a little weight. <laughs> um, dumb and walk, you know. I'm, you know, I haven't had a car wreck. You know, she'll hate hearing that. So anyway, um, I I didn't. Um, I found a a big when we were getting to the final stage. I flew up to Oklahoma to her her place for a month, and I had found this uh, small little suitcase, and it just said David's writing, and I just grabbed it, didn't even look at it as I went up there. And so, so I have the whole second book written because I started writing before I left Texas, right as I was leaving Texas. And it was all the way, the journey. So it's different. It's very different um, poetry, but it's, uh, it's like prose and poetry. It's some yeah. really good stuff, too. I'm, I'm curious, what, what inspired you to begin to compile this? Like, well, did I've you, been did you always write poetry, and it was more putting them all together, or did you sit down and decide to kind of write a book of it? No, you know, I've been writing forever. I mean, at the you know the college courses and extra courses, and I've been writing forever. Uh, uh, you know, I was a script reader for a long time because I just knew the writing, and then then got hired to do you know rewrite some some scripts. I'm, I'm doing one now for some people. Uh, but I've been writing forever. This is just the first time I've actually let anybody read anything. But before I even left for California, I'd written a couple of plays. Well, I don't know, three, four plays, one screenplay. Um, but always I've written, according to my parents, which I didn't really realize since I was like seven. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. So, and this is the first time you're sharing it since you were seven. First time, first time, oh, and these nice. started. These started. Um, well, I was writing. I was writing one night, um, and Victoria uh, noticed, and she was like, "What are you doing?" This when we were shooting the game. I said, "Oh, right, all right. It's a good outlet for me." And uh, she she read, and she goes, "That's that's great." I said, "Yeah, this is I'm kind of writing for." the game, kind of like a Don channeling, whatever, I don't know, demented guy he is. And um, hmm. then it, that's where it all came from. Um, most of it was from then. And then when we had the year of being walled up, I, I wrote some new pieces to give us some congruency. And then my sister, when I was up there, 
I, I had gone out with my dad to do something and came back and they had that suitcase that said David's writing all over the hmm. living room floor. I was like, wait, 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 these are, these are not part of that. And they went, oh, these are great. And I said, no, they don't fit. That's different. That's a different journey. And, uh, mm -hmm. but it gave me a good idea at that point. Mm -hmm. I said, you know what, I'm going to, and you'll see when you look at the book, um, I had four people today tell me they, they just read it and everybody seems to have really liked it. Really, really, really enjoyed it. Anyway, they, um, so I picked three or four of the poems and I said, this is just a, just a little sample of the next one. Mm -hmm. Basically, I have the next one mm -hmm. written. I have over 275 okay. pieces written from the time I oh, left nice. to the time I left back to Texas. So yeah. you're, you're almost saying it's a complimentary to, if I was to have a, a collection and I was showing off my Phantasmagoria big box, this book would actually go in the, connect, in the collection. It's connected with the game in a way then. Uh, it, well, some of it goes through. It's yeah. not what I If you did it at the time... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Oh, I like this. I just, I love collections. So you're just, you're just giving me another thing that I want to add in for my, my photo ops and things. <laughs> well, you shall see soon. I get, I get these mm. Friday. It means your package mm -hmm. will go out on uh, Saturday. And I wanted to ask you, Anne, uh, how old are your, your, your kiddos, your boys? Oh gosh. Uh, 25, 21 and 11. Oh, well, I was thinking like seven or eight. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but then ask Paul. You should ask Paul that question then. He's got, you've got a younger one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I got, I got a seven-year-old boy. <laughs> Where are you at, Paul? You're not in Canada, though, are you? No, I'm in Colorado. I'm in Boulder-ish. Oh, well, Vaguely good. Boulder. Yeah. Well, uh, get your address. I'll, I'll send a book to all three of you. Oh, thanks, mate. Oh, wow, I man. Just, that's that's oh, thank really you. nice. As a boy, I have uh, some some cool some cool stuff that is really for like seven to twelve year old boys. Mm -hmm. some, some cool stuff. So I thought if I'm sending a package, I might as well load it up. Oh yeah, anyway. well my we got a seven year old and eleven year old fits right in there. So I mean, Paul's seven and my one eleven. So <laughs> well, I'll, I'll put some in for that. Your other one's twenty five. I got some old Playboy magazines I collected. I guess I. Can, also, you know, actually, I, oh, yeah, I no, those are fine for anybody. Yeah, too. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Popular choice, David. <laughs> oh, I'm just I love, kidding. I love the articles. <laughs> yes. Don't we all, Rick? Don't we all? I've got, I've got the one from 1960, my Ooh. birthday, October, and uh, there's no nudity. There's, there's one shot of boobs. There's a side <laughs> of a butt, and that's it. They hadn't <laughs> been able to even do that yet. So that's how far they were in 1960. Wow. Wow. Yeah. There's just a little a couple of years past showing some ankle at that point. <laughs> yeah. We're still more in Phantasmagoria than what we started with. And now on network news, you see much more than Phantasmagoria on network TV. Oh my, yes, you do. <laughs> I was I was talking about that sort of like how how it started off. You you couldn't use any swears. There was no nudity, and kind of how over the last thirty years it's changed and it's changed. And then it was like you can have it, but only after this time. You can have it, but only on special cable channels. Now it's just like you can have it. You have to be eighteen. Okay, sixteen. Okay, twelve. <laughs> 
I mean, it's just <laughs> nuts, you know. But finish. Let me finish with the book. So I went ahead and put three or four that is like a preview of the next the next book, and then there were a couple things I did in the book that my sister she's, she's so she's very linear, you know, and I am not. Mm-hmm. And so she would say, well, that, no, that's, that's not normal. I go, according to who? Well, it's not typical. Well, you're talking to your brother. Um, I don't know who made those rules. I'm making these rules. It's my book. Right. Uh, I'm really proud of it. But then, like, um, since I got control of it, this was another thing I wanted to do, which, which I was overridden. Um, but n- not now. Because I have control. But there were four blank pages at the end of the book. And to me, that's wasted space. So the two in the middle, I wanted to, um, I'm going to say, um, I just sent those in. Um, preferred um, other reading, mm-hmm. I recommend to you that I really enjoy. And it's like Steve's book and Elaine, Elaine's book, Title Bomb, um, Ken's, right, of course, uh, Sean's book uh-huh. and everyone else in there. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. Ken's book, There's, yeah, Roberta's about, book, yeah. I sent those in, and then I got an email from Amazon. It says, well, there'll still be four blank pages. It's just the way we do it. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's all right. That was the one thing I wanted in there. And, and she goes, you don't recommend other people's books in your own book. I said, I, you know, I'm going to do whatever mm-hmm. I want to do. And... Uh, of course, yeah. I was overridden, but now I've overridden all overrides. So now it's correct. Yeah, we, writer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get some of our best books have come from book recommendation lists, whether in a book that we've been reading or, or just something that the author recommends. So it's definitely out there. More and more so lately, it's actually becoming quite trendy to recommend current books within a book. Yeah, I've, I've had about six people total that have sent me a message that they had just mm-hmm. read it and, and, um, and some, some people that, you know, really respect too. And everybody seemed to have really loved it. I mean, I would think so because if I didn't like it, uh, I would, I wouldn't, I would say it. <laughs> I'd still be working on it. It'll be out next year. Like- not ready, not ready, not ready. But no, I mean, gosh, if you're, especially being a perfectionist and a workaholic kind of a personality, you're like, if this is ready to go by my say, then it's definitely above standard at this point for, you know, what's to go right. out there. I respect yeah, that for sure. Your own impossible standards, let's say, if it meant mm. that, then we're, we're ready to receive it. <laughs> <laughs> it may just floors me that it, uh, to think back to what I originally was going to put out, like, 20 poems on blank pages, black and white, and just uh, it's nothing. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a production now, which is something I heard a couple of people say. It's like a whole production, mm-hmm. and that's much more me. Mm-hmm. So, well, let your mom read it because your mom mm-hmm. you know, is a teacher of this. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were saying that to all of our listeners in general. <laughs> Everybody's mom should be reading it as long as they can handle this. I think it'd be good. It's a good recommendation. I think uh, any of you are going to let your mom read it. You read it first so that you can mm-hmm. do some explaining. Not- <laughs> well, my uncle, he's 88. And he's in East Texas and mom sent him one. And... Uh, he called up and I said, "Hey, Uncle, what'd you think?" He goes, "Well, tell you what, I uh, tell you what, I, I read it twice. Uh, <laughs> that ain't poetry." 
I mean, that, that scared the hell out of me. I went, well, yeah, you, you don't know the game. Yeah, I was thinking, who's going to read that? It's not a love poetry book. I said, I didn't say it was a love poetry book. <laughs> it's a special kind of love. <laughs> yeah, it's a different kind of love. Yeah. Very, very different kind of love. You, you scared <laughs> your poor old grandfather. Unbelievable. You probably gave him loose stools about it. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, I couldn't say, hey, this is, you know, this is a, a big time makeup sex. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, you know, I, uh, I let it go. I understood what he was saying. Said, well, mm-hmm. Give it to some of the cousins. Let them read it. And I'm sure they'll, they'll all like it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, t- to be fair, I don't think your target demographic was 88 years old in East Texas. Who <laughs> just got done milking cows and, and everything. <laughs> well, d- don't worry, because I'm pretty sure uh, Paul can verify that when I write, I have absolutely no target demographic whatsoever. <laughs> that's also an angle. Yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. There, there was one comment, and this from... Uh, Somebody that y'all y'all know, respect, and, and um, game big game maker, and said, you know, it's got such double meanings because I and said I read it twice, and you get mm-hmm. some. It's you know you don't see on the first reading because you mm-hmm. get it. It's almost shock, or you just get it like that. But there's so much more meaning. He goes, and the the real hardcore gamers that really know the game. They're gonna get a bunch of stuff that oh, cool. the average person probably not gonna understand oh, the at all. Layers, oh, yeah, that, that excites know. me for sure. And Rodrigo did a fantastic job illustrating this book because that came. I don't know if I even had that going when I talked to y'all. Back no then. illustrations. I that I I think you you read us a bit of your works, but we didn't talk about illustrations. Yeah, I read you my favorite, Awake I Dream. That was my favorite poem. Mm-hmm. But at that point, it was not called Awake I Dream. It was Mm-mm. Dark Soul. I don't know what it was called. <laughs> anyway, and it just had my picture on it and kind of a cloudy, dark thing. And uh, and then Rodrigo said, he's, he's been a, a friend and a, a you know fan and a friend for a very long time. And I didn't notice he was winning all these art awards. Artist of the Year, South America, and stuff. I went, you know, congratulations. He goes, well, do you have illustrations for your book? And I said, I hadn't even thought of that. And he goes, can I do it? I mean, I'll do it for free. I went, well, no. I mean, I'll cut you in on the deal. And he goes, absolutely not. This would be my big, my big deal. Well, I didn't let him do it like that. So, all I sent him was the title of the poems. He did not read any of them. So when you look at the book, it's uncanny. <laughs> it is uncanny. Uh-huh canny oh, the work and it cool. works very dark um mm-hmm. it's just it's 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 wild i mean i couldn't have had him read the poem and write and and draw the pictures so good so he just he did the the drawings just by the the titles of the poems because that that in itself is a really interesting almost i don't want to say experiment but but you know what i mean just a really cool concept there we go um it, it, did I did I get that correctly? So you basically right. the, okay. So that, yeah, that's really cool. Just just that alone is fascinating to see what an artist does with just you know a fraction of a sentence. <laughs> when you when you look at the, the the pictures, the the art that he drew, it is literally uncanny. I mean, couldn't I? It freaks me out even still. 
wonderful job. And then you're allowed to have one color photo. And one of the awards he won was the butterfly picture, which is the cover. And so I said, can we use that? Absolutely. And so that's how it became the title. And I went, that's a wake I dream, the butterflies. That's it. That's it. Mm. All came about just bam. Yeah, I yeah, didn't even have all the perfect. artwork from him by the time I left to go to my sister's. I got the last ones up there. He, even she thought he had already read everything. She goes, you shouldn't be letting people read everything. I go, no, nobody's read anything. <laughs> wow. That's how, yeah. that's how wild it matched. So I'm just so lucky to have such wonderful you guys. I mean, it, this whole game world. You know, mom says I've, I've I've disowned our family. Your whole family's a game world now, isn't it? Yeah, it's insidious. We take over that way, but you know what? It's in the same way that the game that you were in and and these early games took over our whole lives before. It's it's really it's just a back and forth communication between all of us. Right. Well, everybody really cares about everybody, and they're honest, and they're. Um, I mean, I hear stories of some stuff. What I I haven't experienced any of that, um, and people talking about oh, well, so and so, but and I go, you know what? That's showbiz. I mean, was worth it. What you're telling me right now? Yeah, yeah. Shame on them. Mm-hmm. Believe me, it was much worse in in the movie and TV business. It was just so mm-hmm. cutthroat, and so just get over it. Let it go. <laughs> Out yeah. the other, yeah. Okay. So another thing, this is one thing I wanted to ask you. So when I found that that bag of all the poems, there was also a folder in there that I took up to my sisters, and it said uh, David's contracts. I was finding contracts and stuff, and I couldn't even remember because you know I just went from job to job to job. Once I started working, it was about you know just a couple months after I was there. I just I worked constant and. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even remember some of these jobs. I'd look at the contract and I'd think and go, what the hell? What the hell? And one of them was Necropolis and had a oh, bunch cool. of information on that. Yeah. And, but of course I never saw it or anything, but that was the, that was in 94, I think it was a year before Fantast, mm-hmm. a good year before, but before that's interesting. Yeah, it was uh, it was a big thing, you know. It was all these actors, and it was uh, the first SAG contracts because Victoria and I were the first in the AFTRA union. Now it's mm-hmm. one union. Um, I think she was contract one. I was contract two for AFTRA actors. Um, but for the SAG ones, that was that Electronic Arts, I guess it was uh, Necropolis, and you know we went and signed up. All of us actors went. It's like first union contract for this uh, new, new media. <laughs> mm-hmm. None of us even on the computer, so we don't know. What the hell. But you know, and I was like number sixteen hundred and something, and my two buddies that went with me, and we sit there for a while, and then we decided to go smoke a joint and throw a frisbee on the beach and just blow it <laughs> off. <laughs> and then after a little bit of that, I went, "Oh, wait a minute! I didn't move out here in a band, smoke a joint, and play frisbee on the beach. Uh, so I'm gonna do it." I'm, I want to get back in line. And I ended up getting the role of Sam John. I got the contract. I showed up and we did it. It was very, 
experimental. I mean, I, re- I remember very little about it. I only worked for a couple of days and wore an LED suit and a big, you know, I had a green screen. But it was obvious, you know, there was a lot of, like Fantas, there was a lot of experimenting going on mm-hmm. while, while doing it. And then, so my sister looked it up and she goes, I just looked it up. You're, you're not in the credits. I went, I'm not. She goes, no, um, Sam Jones, it's got some, somebody else's name. I went, well, then they recast. And she goes, well, you can't put that in your bio. I went, I am. That was a big deal. I, I mm-hmm. have the contract. I have one of the first SAG contracts, one of the first, I think, six. And I said, and then knowing I got, you know, the first after, I said, that doesn't really do anything. But once I'm dead 50 years from now, it'll be really cool. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and she argued with me, and then I got the book from my friend here, and she left it out. I was like, well, son of a gun. Aww. So, I, I was going to put it back in. I don't think I have yet. Do y'all think mm-hmm. I should? Well, y- I you mean, were in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's one thing if you, you get it and you shoot it, then they recast. I mean, whatever, you know, I wouldn't do it if it was just a simple job, but that was a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and all these years later, I never even knew. I wasn't in it. Was that something that you did after alien species then, or was that before that? Oh no, this is 93. This is way wow. before. Wow. So you're, yeah, yeah. You're going way back there. Jeez. Well, this is really funny. So then I See another little contract, yes, and uh, but it wasn't it wasn't union. It's me wearing a like a Greek robe and a note from my agent. And this was in ninety two, maybe ninety three. Um, and it says they're going to sign a union contract for this. It's something called New Media. I don't know what it is, but they want you for it. It's Rand McNally that makes maps. It's like an educational thing. So I went and did it. I mean, it was just a couple days. I don't remember what I did. I I do remember it was like standing like a statue and saying facts or something. And I guess it was supposed to be union. I, I guess it was. I don't know. My I have no idea, but I found that my agent didn't even know in 92 or 93. And I had a pretty good size agent. He represented, you know, Jay Leno and quite a few people, Liam Nelson. And he goes, there's something called new media. I don't know what it is, but they want you for it. <laughs> so I've been doing, you know, uh, game type stuff since, I guess, the beginning. Mm-hmm. All different. But I had forgotten all about that. So I thought that was good trivial history. I mean, if if you were there, you were there. And if you did it, you, you did it, whether you did or not. It's kind of like um, if you think of Dave Mustaine, he was the uh, bassist for Metallica when they did Kill 'Em All. And when they released the album for various personal reasons, they uh, deleted all of Dave's bass tracks from the album. It doesn't mean that he didn't play in it, though. And it doesn't mean that it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, while I was at my sister's, I said, no, watch. Here's the show on crime. It's about making Back to the Future. Eric Stoltz, he, no, he was the actor. They shot half the movie and then decided to put Michael in there. I go, I guarantee you, Eric Stoltz talks about he was in Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, right. there you yeah. go. 
Well, she didn't listen to me. It didn't make it in the book anyway. So darn. But yeah, mm. we back yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's on the record here right now. It's uh, you can always point people to the put it in the clip of you saying that. Yeah, put it in. The, it's the, official the, the, here. It's official. Yeah, we say put it in the bloody protested. The, the whole world is watching. Gonna... <laughs> I think it's a good trivial pursuit. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's good. That, that's worth a piece of pie for sure. Uh, don't you talk about pie. Do <laughs> Are you hungry? I have a pie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so tell me what's uh, anything new that you wanted to ask me about because you know i'm i'll never shut up you don't make me uh i have something just just random and stupid to, to ask because um uh paul kerr is um from phantasmagoria 2 it was, has kind of been out in the public again lately um it, uh, delightfully so and and i was just it just made me jot down on my, my little pad here just as a i don't know one of the little you know, candy, stupid questions. Uh, is have you ever played? Have you ever played Phantasmagoria two, or or like watched a playthrough or anything like that? I was, mm -hmm. I was just curious, you know, your thoughts on it. Yep, um, I didn't sit and play it myself. I played it with others and watched mm -hmm. them, and then watched playing it on the, you know, online. Let's play Phantasmagoria two. So I watched it a good deal. Played some of it. Uh, I was extremely, I was extremely happy to see Tori, uh, Victoria, on uh, on it, do his interview because, you know, I've had so much limelight and I hadn't seen much, much of her at all. So I know it was a, an exciting thing, and I I had a ball watching her. I could tell she was a little nervous, but it was <laughs> it, it was a, it was a lot of fun to watch her do her interview. Yeah, yeah have, you, have you and you haven't seen her probably much in a little while, so that would have been kind of neat. No, I haven't seen her at all. I haven't seen her mm -hmm. at all. When we when we um, parted ways, we we're very good friends. Uh, but she definitely had one path she wanted to go on, and me, I, I own seventeen different paths. So <laughs> we, yeah, we just uh, we left it clean like that. Um, but we're very good friends and. And she was very complimentary. I was glad to hear she didn't say he was one crazy monk. Um, <laughs> he actually was very complimentary, and so it was fun to watch her interview. It was <laughs> I was laughing a good bit. They said so. The hands that came out of the bed that was it was like four. No, there were six hands. She mm -hmm. she goes, that must have been three people. Yes. That was every crew member. Every crew member went, oh, I want to do it. That was the whole crew under the bed. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, did you have any idea how much the phantasmagoria would be a part of the rest of your life when you were going through it? Or did you just think it was just another job? Cause it seems to me like it's, it's coming into play all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, uh, it seems just about as popular now. I mean, and it's mm -hmm. funny because it's keeps sprouting up in different parts of the world. I mean, all mm -hmm. of a sudden there's a whole, area of the world that's just 
all over it. Um, no, you know, we, we neither of us thought that at first. We kind of mm -hmm. figured it out two-thirds of the way through when all the reporters started flying in from all these countries. Wow. And then, you know, and Roberta and Ken, had, you know, took us out to dinner and, and tried to, you know, tried to tell us, but didn't know. Had I really known, I would have uh, taken my entire salary in stock. <laughs> Big payout was coming, but I didn't know. Neither did she. But we did about two thirds of the way through, and we actually were sitting there one night, and said, "I think she she said uh, this is this is like way different. I mean, I had done a lot of movies and a lot of a lot of stuff by then. She's not like anything you've done. I went, this is not like anything I've done, and." All these people are flying in from Japan, and this is, uh, this is, I didn't know it would last like this, you know, it would have been a big flash off the, off the get-go, and so, but it's been cool, gave me a, gave me a whole second family, which is really, it's just really been wonderful. In fact, that's why I'm developing this whole project, <clears throat> which I can't say much about, but I'll tell y'all more than anybody else knows. Uh, this is going to be a perfect way. You know, I sit here and I got, you know, I get calls and always have, you know, just a few here and there. They always come in batches. I got like four in the last two days, um, voiceovers and things. And I, like I told one, one person, I, you know, in the early days, you know, I started in 36 movie. I just did a lot, and it was quantity. <laughs> you know, it was just work. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but now I'd like to do quality over quantity. Uh, not about just just to sling stuff out, and and not. I hope that doesn't sound snobbish or <laughs> no, 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 no. I respect it. Yeah. Um. You know, and anyway, there, there was one game that, that they were so nice and wanted, wanted me to tell them what it would take for me to be in their game and that it would give them a, a big status symbol type thing, come out with their first game and all that. And and then I I said, well, no, just tell me what, what you got to work with. I'm, I'm pretty damn easy. And But... So finally, it just came. I was like, okay, you know, I just looked at what scale minus twenty percent was. I mean, you know, I tried to, and then uh, then Dad Gummit, and then I finally found out their budget later, and I mean, the number I gave them was three fourths of their entire budget. So I oh, like, wow. it, and I told them, I said, why didn't y'all just say something to me? You know, I mean, you know, I feel like a dodo now, but. They were, they were nice, but I'm just gonna, you know, I just sit around and get all these, and and uh, I'm you know, I'll definitely do some performing. I'm definitely gonna do a movie this summer. Mm -hmm. mm, nice. Oh. I know. I like I like starting in, in movies, uh, doing movies, but yeah, that's why I come up with this project. It was about four in the morning, and I was doing my interview with Stefano in Switzerland for Nerd 
3.0, the radio. And nice. and there were things that y'all had said and, you know, a couple of interviews past that that I heard. And I never, I mean, I heard these things said and just thought about it later. That's, that's, that's a compliment. It's odd. I never thought of that. And <laughs> then right in the middle of that interview, all of a sudden, it was just as clear as a bell. What? What the best thing I could do and really, really give give back. I really just want to give back to this the whole gaming world community. I really want to leave here and with a big thank you, which is the whole reason I came up with this, and it's going to be awesome. I wish I could tell you a whole bunch more, but I can't. Yeah, I think it's fun to speculate, and, and, and you know, a, a good teaser is worth its weight in gold as well. I'm, I'm excited that you have new projects on the horizon, and, and about a new film, that's cool. I mean, I was thinking you could do a movie night and maybe, you know, pop on some Street Soldiers or some of The Last Bluff and, you know, give it a go, but something new would be fun, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Um, I got... Uh, a, great director and he's got his his film that he wrote and produced and he produced some big stuff in Hollywood uh, but he got out of Hollywood soon as his wife got pregnant didn't want to raise a family there and I don't blame him and uh, mm-hmm. been a professor at a college big, big college for quite a while but you know we've always stayed in touch but I hadn't talked to him in probably four years and then I thought of the idea I actually got a, a, a notebook out right then Time of night, 4.05 a.m., interview with Stefano. I have the idea. I have what I, I mean, just this is perfect. And then, I mean, I've just been working on the development a lot, a lot of research and just doing it all myself and then having to lose most of November and all of December with, you know, hospital stuff with Mama Garris. <clears throat> but everything in its time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm certainly, I'm, I'm grateful to have you back around. I think it's, it's really good for, for the entire gaming community right now. Fans of the classic games. A lot of us are, you know, uh, give or take, you know, four years old or you, you want to say early thirties to, to, to late fifties to really broaden it. But, you know, a lot of us are, are at that point where we grew up playing the games that we love and now we're able to, to reach out to the people in them um, or, or, you know, make them ourselves or whatever the case is. And like for myself, after we, uh, I think shortly after we began talking, if not right before we talked and you already know this, um, began making a game, um, of course, an adventure game. Um, and you know, of course it's, it's got some serious, some Sierra vibes, but, but it's just, I was going to say that the point is it's really nice having, having, um, having you and, and, um, Paul and Dean and, and just everybody that's, you know, all the way down to the developers, like like the Coles and and Scott Murphy, and just everybody that's just kind of around and and supportive and willing to to throw in a comment or a retweet or things that go a really long way to 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 fans or or fans that, that are also developers because that's all developers hmm. are. Um, so yeah, it's it's really cool that, that not only are, are you know that you're around, but like you're into it and pre- present. I think it's really good for the the entire community. The whole thing that this project's going to do is I'm going to sort of like the global jam that's going on um, mm-hmm. that's going on for the few weeks <clears throat> but I, I looked that over very well yesterday and today 
uh, was talking talking to Kate and and I that's, that's what I told her I like the way it's like you really unite uh, the world for a couple weeks all in the same mindset um, I don't know how you make a game in 48 hours but I don't know how you make a game anyway I mean I'd write one yeah. but I couldn't program it or that's amazing what they come up with in a quick period of time there. Yeah, I looked at some of it and I was like, damn. She says, damn. Mm -hmm. Took me four years to do a book of poetry. Damn, they did that in 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a lot of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Slice of pizza in the rail, please. Let's go. Let's get it going. <laughs> um, that's the whole point. That's what it, my whole project's going to do. It's really going to bring the whole game world um, united. I mean, it's really going to bring it together. And best thing about it is I just have to to be me. Hmm. Yeah. You're here. Just let my ADHD go and be me. And yeah, it's going to be fantastic. I wanted to start shooting four months ago, but, you know, um, I've got uh, a couple, uh, very few people that actually know it all, um, less than five, but, you know, they're, I've known them for many years. They're very successful in Hollywood for shows and movies. And um, one of them called me a week ago um, because they knew I lost the time. I mean, I had to completely come to a dead stop. I was sailing and mm -hmm. then you know, most of November, all of December. I got mom home Christmas Eve at 9.30 p.m. I told the doctor, we've spent Thanksgiving here. We've been here forever. And so 9.30 p.m. Christmas Eve, I got her back to the house. So, and then mm -hmm. we just slept. We slept all Christmas Day. Oh, yeah, it's exhausting. Oh, exhausting for sure. But uh, Peter called me and he said, how you doing? I'm talking and... He goes, David, I know you so well. I know you, you want to be you want to you want to be done with the pilot already. But look at all you found out, look at all the research, look at all the other pieces that are coming in, because it's like my book. Because mm -hmm. what I originally thought is just really developed. And that's my ADHD, you know, you see it and wanna do it. Um, mm -hmm. but this development has been great. It's gonna be so solid. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be really awesome. I have no doubt, and so I got some good, good, good people, and soon, soon all of you will know. Maybe I can break the news on your show or something. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, we, we'll take you up on that for sure. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. Anyway, so um, I've been working on that, and then I've been putting all I've been doing. Everything. I mean, I bought the domain, the copyrights, all the. There's a lot of stuff that goes into developing a project. I mean, I know how to do a movie, uh, start to finish, all the way through distribution. This was a little different, um, and that's when I really realized the quality of my really good friends, which I'd have never even thought about because I hadn't talked to Peter in four months. And the night I was sitting there going, "Okay, I have to have a really." good producer because I have to really trust this person and know they they know their job big time right. and I'll be damned if he didn't send me a Facebook message 
for the first time in at least four months, if not six. Hey, David, I heard an interview. He might have heard y'all's interview. I don't know which one he heard. I heard an interview with you. Hey, brother, sounds like that's good. Dun, dun, dun. I'm like, that's funny, Peter. I was just thinking of you. And so <laughs> he was the first one I told. And, and, and uh, I mean, he produced uh, some Jim Carrey movies. I mean, he, big stuff. And but just the nicest person. But I never met so many so detailed. And while I'm telling him, I can hear him. typing <laughs> <laughs> And all that. And uh, he goes, let me get back with you. And then, I mean, it was first thing the next morning. He called and he goes, I got six questions. And he asked me the six questions. Four I had answers to. And the other two I had to get back that day. You know, you know, can't dolly. And then when I got back to him, he went, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm in 100. Right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting him to, because we didn't know each other like that. I mean, mm-hmm. you thought you before. might have to explain yourself a little bit more, but he's just like, nope, nope, right here. I'm on board. Let's do it. Yeah. I figured I would get, you know, Dave, that sounds great, man. Uh, anywhere along the way, you need help. You give me a call, you know shoot you some advice or give you, you know, tell you this or that. And, uh, but it was much more than that. So I'm excited. I'm so damn excited. I'm ready to shoot first thing in the morning. Although we're thinking maybe into February, but definitely March. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, of time frames, when do you think we might be able to learn a little bit more? Uh, Well, well, he already, um, because his producing um, already didn't pitch it. Because I first thing I said is I don't want to pitch. I don't want to tease. I don't want. I've been through Hollywood. I've done a lot of things. I want to own this. This is my retirement. Plus, I want to be in control because I want my vision. That's that's really. I know the game world. I don't know. What it's what what what'll turn out, and not let somebody take control and and just flub it all up, and uh, and he called me one day, and this is about six weeks into it, and he goes, "All right, look, got an offer. I mean, sight unseen for, and it was it was a good offer." Mm-hmm. I went, "No, did you tell? No, I don't know. I produced, you know, and my brother produced for them before, and so I went, absolutely not. That's not the venue. That's not no." Okay. I said, no, 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 not that. So <laughs> that was encouraging, you know, because that was, yeah, it was a good offer. It was a good offer. You know, I was a nobody starving actor. I would have been over backwards for a tenth of it. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I don't care how many shots you give me. I ain't. I ain't doing it. <laughs> I'm not virus shots, you know. I'm talking about. Where are you, where are you going to shoot this thing at? All over the world. Oh. Well, I will meet all of you at some point. I'm going to get to meet everybody <laughs> at some point. I love this. <laughs> yes, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to have so freaking much fun. Well, you know, I'm so much for so many people in the gaming world and for the gaming world in general, but 
going to help so many people. And uh, that's what Peter said. Are you doing this for you or, or for, I went, I get, I'm going to get, I'm going to get everything out of it. Are you kidding? I'm going to get, have so much fun and be myself and travel and, and uh, I got mine. That'll give me everything. And I think he understood pretty clearly. He used to come and watch me teach in Hollywood. He was one of the producers and directors. I had a lot of people that used to come and watch, watch me teach. And I would, man, I would never charge but $20 bill. You come to class, it's a $20 bill. And mm. I would teach four or five or six hours. I mean, oh, nobody man. would leave. I would have loved to have been there. My gosh, worth way more than 20 bucks. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I paid, I mean, before I even went to California, you paid 150 bucks for a two day piece of shit. Mm -hmm. uh, and I took them all. I took everyone in New York and Hollywood and, and uh, found a nice article uh, in the Variety magazine, of a reporter that was in, the class one night, I never knew who was there because only 30 students got to be there, but I mean, there would be oodles of people and reported. Um, I, and then at the end, I said, oh, any questions? And he said, I, I've seen a lot of acting classes. I've never, ever seen a class like this. And I said, you, you want to know why? Because about movie number 14 or 16, all of a sudden, I had a, the same thing as my show. All of a sudden, it just hit me. I went, because I couldn't figure out why I just only went so far. Because a lot, a lot of it's natural talent. But, I, you know, there's only so much, you know, you can learn from a text or, mm -hmm. or a technique. And there was, a, a, it was just a, a barrier. And then it, it dawned on me that none of the teachers, and I... I took lots and lots. I took some very respectable ones too. I mean, and they weren't probably actors, but none of them had starred in movies. Mm -hmm. And I was on number four and plus starring such low budget, you know, you've got one take, you got to get it right. You got to, you know, or two takes and, and just uh, the whole making of it is much different than, you know, where it got up to much more bigger budget, but, um, you, you can't learn that. You don't learn that in a class, which is what I started incorporating because no one was allowed to participate in a class. This is the old days, all right, kids? There was no, <laughs> there was no computer yet uh, towards the end, but and VHS. And so I always had two cameras in there, one wide master of the stage. And then, and I wrote all the scenes for every class. And you had to bring a tape. You didn't bring a tape. Uh, one, was one guy came one night and said, oh, I forgot my tape. And I go, well, take your 20 back. No, we'll do. Can I work out? And I go, no. If you're not going to record it, I'm going to put all this energy into it. You need to be able to look back and see what you did. Because mm -hmm. none of you take notes. I used to take notes. I'm old school. Notepad after notepad. I couldn't read them. I couldn't read them later. But at least I took notes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he ran out. And, you know, got a tape because it was a blockbuster down the road. You know, the old, mm -hmm. the old, the old school store, blockbuster. So yeah, that was so much fun. Even, um, even Carl, the one with the axe in his head, in, mm -hmm. in the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
he told me a story and that's not verbatim, but he, he talked about, you know, I saw you teach at Tracy Roberts studio. I think it was prior to us ever meeting. And, you know, that was my, I think it was the first, probably night I was there. It was 80 something people in a room that's supposed to hold 35. Um, hmm. it, was, it was crazy. And he goes, and you were up there. And he goes, I, I, I remember going, damn, this guy is, he's good. But I mean, hmm. magnet, it's like a magnet. I can't stop watching and listening. And he goes, and then you pull out a little bottle of bourbon, like you get on the airplane up there and unscrew it and you're just teaching away and keeping the little bottle up and i went oh yeah yeah i did go through that period yeah that phase oh yeah <laughs> well you were always on you were busy you were on the go uh, before you even did phantasmagoria there's an interview in the official game guide saying look you've you've already been in 17 movies before that point and really there is absolutely no nothing you can do school-wise that can give you that much experience so what a privilege to be able to teach some of that knowledge yeah uh and that's all stuff i'd learned on set um, and so much of it I didn't see, you know, that I, I did, whether it was a co-starring or a starring role. But, you know, you had two takes mostly on those first three or four films, five films. And, you know, and what a time, what a time to have to learn. Of course, that budget, I'm glad I probably didn't see them. But, you know, I wanted to do good. I wanted to. But, you know, you got to learn what the camera's seeing and you got to learn what your angles are and. There's a lot to it, which is what that writer was talking about, because um, the actors get so so into uh, they get into emoting or they get into acting, you know, and it's, you know, and it's, don't try and play the moment, be live it, be the moment, and if there's a camera, you know, don't stand there with the back of your head because the other guy's getting all the all the screen time, you know. Because a lot of the directors too, at that level, um, they didn't do you know much directing like that. It was just Different. about the technical stuff. It really wasn't about you know performance at that at that time like really? that. Huh, I didn't know yeah. that. Well, yeah, and one of and, and this guy is in books. I, in fact, uh, one of the actors sent it to me from New York a while back. And this guy, Andy Mulligan, he's like he's like. Uh, Ed Ed Wood, he's in that. He's in the same top ten with Ed Wood. You know, it's uh, making those, not even B movies, C movies. I mean, this one after another after another. <laughs> and uh, that was the the first movie I got, Monstrosity, which mm -hmm. Stephen King had a book out, Monstrosity. So I called home and told him I just got the lead in it. Um, turned out not to be his book. It was darn it. Um, yeah, something else. Actually, that's Man. probably a good thing. His movies weren't that great then anyway. Not that he made them. <laughs> Would have been better than this one, I'm telling you. because. Uh, <laughs> but it was a bologna sandwich, chips, and an apple, and a drink. You know, a meal every day, and $50 bill. And I got, I got that. I had like six bucks. So that got me uh, That got me situated. I got my answering service, which is what all of us had. And, Pictures and resumes and gas for my van, my condominium on wheels. And, <laughs> but and there's a scene where I mean the girl's dying and it's my girl's the the, the big scene and uh, the monster ripped half her guts out <laughs> in the hospital. Uh -huh. 
but she's still alive, of course. And uh, I'm supposed to pick them up with my fingers, like like that's what we'd all do. And uh, naturally, and say, "Baby, I love you." You know, I love you. You know, and uh, it was very emotional, very tender. You know, and so uh, I didn't even get through the first take, and he said, "God, David, come on, what are you, Greg Garbo? Twice as fast." I'm like, twice as fast. <laughs> Doesn't doesn't seem real, you know. It was my first film. Goes, oh no, no, it'll play fine. I mean, okay. So I pick up her guts and go, baby, I love you. I just try to really, I hate to see you die. And uh, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that that just uh, that was seemed a little fast. <laughs> so I'm sure the movie was a monstrosity, although it's <laughs> it's been in some some magazines and some one of his. I think he he died shortly after that, but. It was fun. It was fun. You just don't learn that stuff in a class. There's just so much you're going to learn in a class. And and a lot of it is to the, the pacing, uh, your vocal inflection with your pacing mm-hmm. that, you know, gives it that real quality. Not like Don where you're screaming and like a little banshee mm-hmm. all over the place, but you know, that's different. So, yeah, I think it'd be fun to see some of these movies if I'm going to ever find any of them. Yeah, that that'd be a fun night there. It, it, now I have a question. When you were doing uh, training, I heard you went to a, a stunt school. Was that that was that to prep you up for working in movies and stuff? Mm-hmm. That was before Street Soldiers. Um, because I, when I went into audition for Street Soldiers, I was still living in my van. In fact, I parked my van wherever we were going to be shooting the next day. Uh, but I had long hair. I mean, it's like almost to my elbow. The first mm-hmm. thing they did cut all my hair off. And uh, dorkiest look, of course, the, you know, I didn't know the script at the moment. And that's what he is, a rich, dorky kid. But um, And then, but I was also in shape because um, I lived in my van, you know, it was my condominium on wheels. And I had a president gold membership to the, I don't even think they have president's health club anymore, but that was the big <laughs> thing in America. And so I went there every morning, did my hour and a half workout and got cleaned up and so I had that whole routine, but it was a, a fighting karate type movie. And so uh, the leads, we were all put through Kim Kahana stunt school for the cool. six weeks. Yeah, it was good. I mean, we got up to, I can't even believe, I mean, I would die. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make it till the morning, but <laughs> at this point, but you know, we were doing like 300, 150 roundhouse kicks with each leg and, mm-hmm. 150 of these, and then uh, upside down push-ups, you know, and and I was in pretty good shape. Ten was all I could do. I, I don't even know if anybody did more than that. Those are really hard. Uh, mm-hmm. I tried when I was really drunk, not too long ago. I didn't. <laughs> how, I, how many I didn't, did you get to? I didn't even make one. Oh. Yeah. Don't, don't say that. Run the yeah. run the record now. No, 11. I think I did 11. Yeah. <laughs> Improving with age. I love it. <laughs> I love fictional push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good at those. That was, that was fun. So, yeah, I had a, had a, had a pretty nice physique now, uh, then. But, uh, you know, now, you know, just you can Photoshop it. We didn't have Photoshop mm-hmm. then. Now, Photoshop it. <laughs> yeah, we're all yeah, in great yeah. shape it now. It's like a waste if you fine. don't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just want the close-up. You can Photoshop the rest of me. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in all the films you've been in, I'm curious, have you ever been tied to, uh, not tied to, but that's a bit arcane, but, but connected to a pulley system? Have you ever been, you know, floated around 
<laughs> no, let's see. No, um, no. I mean, I did some stunts. The stunt school thing was great because, I mean, afterwards, uh, I just changed my Houston SAG thing because it had me listed as a stuntman. Um, <laughs> towards the end at Hollywood, there were a lot of a lot of stunts. Uh, I did you know diving through a window for an NBC movie of the oh, week cool. or something, you know, and they put you on a pad, shoot you off. But nope, I never got dangled. I yeah, did but jump off through windows cooler. Yeah, shot through yeah. windows way cooler than dangled. I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I did jump off a, a bridge. It's the Sixth Street Bridge. You see it in a lot of films mm-hmm. um, in Hollywood. Um, yeah, jumped off that puppy. Uh, the truck was only moving 10 miles an hour. It looks like it was moving much faster as 18-wheeler, but it still hurt because uh, it wasn't padding. Oh, had some truck. padding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was that was ballsy. That was fun, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I was ready because if we had to do it again, it was like you know an extra three hundred bucks or something. So, but it was the one one we got it right the first time. I should have missed the truck. Right? Yeah, I was just gonna say that mm-hmm. <laughs> for an extra three hundred, I'm gonna miss this eighteen wheeler. Get me another three hundred dollars. <laughs> It's hard, you know, to catch it. They're not that big. That's a hell of a way to spend three hundred dollars. I'm just saying. <laughs> but the stunts, the stunts were fun. Most of most most of it was fighting. You know, we got mm-hmm. me and uh, my buddy Andrew. We get hired together a lot. Um, he's one of my best friends, and and then uh, we fight in a bar, and it's, you know, it's all fake glass. The bottles, right? Mm-hmm. Candy. So, Blast! Wouldn't even like work. It was so fun. That sounds fun. Did you ever get actually punched in the face, or or vice versa? Yeah, yeah. Nice. you get hit, you get hit, and you get kicked. You get hit did, and get kicked, and like a tow car. Well, I didn't really put an axe in your head, you little wimp. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do you ever have a director that that asks for it that that wants a shot with an actual contact, or are they not allowed to? Um, no, I'm surprised some of those early ones didn't, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But it happens well, I don't anyway. think you can really ask for it, but I think there are some people, like uh, the actual stunt people, who uh, uh, who want some sort of contact. Maybe not like punch full strength, but like just to uh, make the contact so it looks real. Right, mm-hmm. right. Jumping off point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of the pool punches, like the stomach and stuff, you, you get a little... You know, it's not a, mm-hmm. a full out thing, but I was just, you know, I was blown away because by the time I did the Channeler, um, I think that was the first film where I was, I was cast first, and that was like such a cool feeling. Mm-hmm. Wow, all right, all right, cast first, you know, like just a moment, it was a moment for time, but and then, um, it was like a topless scene. And I was blown away because I sat there and, you know, was there for all the auditions. And the gals just came in and took their tops off. Like, I was like, I've been dating my whole life. I, I, I Three months <laughs> into it before I go, come, unbutton your shirt, you know. And they're just in there flopping them off and like, wow, wow. <laughs> A whole new world. <laughs> wow. Uh, dedication. That's dedication. But you know, a lot of those movies, it's sex and, yeah. and action. That's what sells them. 
That is a lot. There, I mean, I go back. I love movies from the '60s and '70s because they're just uh, in the '80s and and you know up until sort of about uh, 1993. There's there's a lot of sex and a lot of action, a lot of good stuff in there. So cheeky, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was so cheeky. Formula. Very cheeky. <laughs> yeah, appropriately used. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well said. Well said. Well, we're we're getting on in time. I want to make sure that we uh, we hit all of the points. I I do want to bring up briefly. I see that you had a bit of a theater career. When when was that mixed into the uh, mix? And and how did you end up playing Jim Morrison? Yeah, I only did two theater pieces because I mean I did theater from the age of twelve until I left Dallas. I mean I was acting or producing or both uh, in a uh, two a month. I mean, I was in a lot of theater, but you know, that was mm-hmm. just the acting. And then a lot of, I was doing a lot of last couple of years before I left, I was doing a lot of the off Broadway tours where you, you know, five States or whatever. Um, did Rocky horror picture show and Oklahoma. Oh, nice. yeah, I got to play riff raff for oh, yeah. like four performances. I loved it. Uh, and then I had to play uh, Frankenfurter. Which, you know, that's hard. Tim Curry is freaking, you can't copy. You can't even come close to him. Tim Curry. <laughs> it, was, it was fun wearing the clothes. But I couldn't sing it like him. Rip Rap was fun. Rip Rap. This is like uh, seven, de- seven degrees of Sierra here. Getting Tim Curry from <laughs> April night. And- <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we went to, that was a thing we went to in high school. You know, we'd all mm-hmm. go and... <laughs> Smoke and drink up and then sit there and throw bread and squirt water. And I mean, you did the whole thing back then. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. experience. Yeah, yeah. The ritualistic. But anyway, by, by the time I got to Hollywood, I wasn't interested in, in doing any theater unless, unless it was something special. And there were only, there were only two um, that I did. And this was by the time uh, I let my hair grow out. Not, not mm-hmm. nearly as long as it was, but pretty long. And, uh, oh, I know, they were doing the, the movie The Doors. I saw it in oh, trades. great movie. Yeah. Val Kilmer good. there. I know. Well, he's, he's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I love Val. Mm-hmm. But he sure is. I tried to get an audition. I couldn't get one. And, and then uh, I got, uh, I can't remember. Herbie is a really famous musician, jazz. Hancock? Anyway. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, and um, his wife. I knew, I knew, I knew them. You know, real, pretty well. And his wife was uh, had got cast, and and they needed Jim Morrison. It was twelve women and Jim Morrison. Very cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, yeah. And Jim's voice on certain songs. I am back then. I don't know about now. Maybe maybe a karaoke with a few shots. I could do it, but I mm-hmm. can match his uh-huh. voice. And really good, and so and it opened with me singing "This Is the End," my only, and did that whole song acapella, and uh, then twelve women, and that was uh, the casting director for Drew Carey was in the audience that night, and that's how I got to guest stars Jim Morrison and Drew the next week. <laughs> wow, nice! <laughs> what a cool connection, and to guest star as Jim Morrison—that's amazing. I'm telling you, and I'm driving there because I was nervous because I'm not a singer, you know. 
and thinking, oh my God, this is ooh, tonight's night. And, you know, and then I turn on the radio and the first thing is, well, there's an anniversary. This is the anniversary of Jim Morrison getting arrested on an airplane for stealing liquor off the cart in the plane. So let's play this <laughs> in, in honor of Jim. And that's my speech. I walk out, I sing that acapella, and I go, ha, ha, I got arrested today. Stealing a bottle of liquor on a cart on a plane. You beat that fucking shit. <laughs> that's how the play started. That's awesome. got to be too big a coincidence. I mean, that's just... Uh, that it was a trip. Mm -hmm. It made me confident as could be. I knew it would turn out great. It just took away all the nerves. Uh, that was so cool. cool. Universal. Yeah. Tripping wild, but yeah, it was cool. Well, any any other questions about? Uh, it don't have to be gaming, you know, anything. Anyway, Peter and I, he's got his film at Sundance. We're gonna we're writing this film together. We're gonna do one this summer. Hmm. For Sundance, that's kind of interesting. Have you have you done a film for a film festival before no, or anything like that? No, he's in Sundance right now. Oh, okay, it's in Sundance. Oh, okay. So, no, I never made it to Sundance. I had a couple, I had three or four at Cannes. That's in France. So did I go? No, I didn't get to go. I did go to Cannes years later because I wanted to mm -hmm. at least say I was there. There's no film festival going on, but at least I could stand there and say one time <laughs> it was cool um so yeah i'm super happy super happy and proud proud for him it's a, mm -hmm. a very cool accomplishment yeah that's yeah, really that's really cool really excited to, to hear more about this this mystery project like anna said there is fun in the speculation though so i think i think we can all kind of enjoy speculating what's what's possibly going on but it's but, yeah. going to be fantastic it's really going to be fantastic i mean and I am the last one in the world to go counting like this. <laughs> yeah, so we know there's something going on for sure. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about that. Uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking forward to reading your book right now. That That's on my mind. Well, I talked to Rudy the other day. It's the first time Rudy and I, uh, we've talked before, but typing or, and I mm -hmm. said, you know, and anymore, I've gotten to where, if it's, I want to, definitely if it's business or, or, or I've talked to so many of you for so long that damn it, now it's free on Instagram or FaceTime yeah. or whatever. And mm -hmm. so I want to, I want to at least hear a voice, not for mm -hmm. this Connect. finger typing out for years or see right. who I'm talking to. I, mm -hmm. I love it. And so I told Rudy, you know, I want, let's do on camera and talk. Oh, okay. And so. We had a great time, and uh, I told him, I said, listen, I'm developing a little project, Rudy. I'm producing it myself, um, and I'm still a few steps away, although I'll probably bring people in. But And I said, uh, I think I can get most of what I need done if mm -hmm. I sell a couple things, and, and like my costume and my script. You know, I have my script, and it's got Roberta's notes in red all the way through it, and then Peter's in blue and mine in black, and... <laughs> um, and he, he, Rudy said, ah, man, I mean, you're talking thousands. I went, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, well, and um, what would you suggest? And he goes, dude, I would ever, I'd put it in an auction and then maybe, you know, there's a big world of people. He goes, half the people that you're 
your your fans, David, they don't know how to reach you. They're, you're not even in mm-hmm. touch with them. There's a mm-hmm. huge chunk of people out there that would love to be able to get a hold, but they have no idea. They're not in our, you know, Facebook groups or in other parts of the world and further away. You know, I think uh, Asia too and whatever. But so I don't know. It just sounded like too much damn work. So mm-hmm. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I got plenty to do. in the meantime. I'll figure that out as I go. But I may, mm-hmm. I may. I may, I'm going to make five copies of the script, and Stefano is definitely going to get one because he's such a such a big help. Uh, he was he he's one of the ones that knows about my project. So and he and his wife are so supportive. They gave me some calls, and <laughs> just really, they're more hyped than I am, and I'm damn hyped about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Well, good. I will definitely uh, know first, and and maybe we can do just a little special something and and maybe break it on your show. Wow, I'd I'd really Mm. appreciate that. And of course, you'd be be welcome to come back anytime. Uh, Did did you have anything else you wanted to ask Rick to before we start wrapping things up today? Well, I want Rick to be there. If I'm going to break it on your show, I want Rick to be there. Oh, Rick, you got to always come for the David episode. For a moment. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sorry. I, I suck at podcasting. I think I'm going to stop doing it. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Is that what you're doing, podcasting? No. 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 He, he's a guest oh, on man. our show tonight. Oh, yeah, he's a guest with us tonight, just like you're a guest. I'm here to entertain him as well as entertain you. <laughs> well, I thought he turned it on and went home. <laughs> Uh, well. well, I appreciate all of you taking the time with me again. Very much so. After we oh, yeah. Off the, yeah, after we get off to be 14 things, I'll go, oh, shit. Oh, damn it. <laughs> all the things you got to do. Well, we re- really appreciate you coming back. I, I feel quite privileged, not once, but twice, and, and hopefully a third time as well. I love hearing about what you're working on. Your enthusiasm is absolutely contagious, and, and you've just you've done so much in your life. I think we could just talk about it for a lot longer. So I, I do appreciate you uh, coming on and taking the time. Well, the next time we talk, then uh, definitely we'll, we'll have some, some hopefully really nice news and some, some big news. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be more than a few more months. And, yeah. Uh, well, we got your, we got your book to tidy us over. That should be plenty. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. I had a couple of people call me or send me messages about, because when Victoria did her interview, they were like, uh, caught, you know, some people like, oh, wow. And I had a couple people ask, would y'all, would y'all do one together? Because y'all haven't done one since the game came out. And I thought that would be something, that would be a, a special night too, probably. Maybe something mm-hmm. really special for the yeah, absolutely. The ladies' gear or for the beer club or, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Oh, something. <laughs> You're telling us that it'd be something, I tell you. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be something to line up later, I think, maybe. Mm-hmm. Something to talk about for sure. All right, well, Paul, I will let you do your uh, your magic here. Oh, all right, yeah, all right, and I'm going to uh, say, yeah. say things. Yeah, all right, sorry, <clears throat> sorry, David, sorry, everybody. Um, I, I, I have to say, I have to say things now. This is, 
These are internet things that that get said at you at the end of a show. So so thanks thanks for listening. Please exit you know in a single file line. No, please check out our uh, Facebook page. or check us out on Facebook. We're a page in a group. You could uh, find us on Twitter at CGG Podcast. Um, say hello to us there. I mean, it's mostly Anna. Say hello to Anna there. Um, hmm. And uh, what, what, do I, what do I normally say? Instagram. We're also at CGG Podcast. So at, at CGG Podcast, just you're probably going to find us if you just just hammer <laughs> that in. Um, if you want to, if you want to say hi to, just, just go, just go out the back door and yell it into this, into this. <laughs> three, three times into a mirror or something, it'll <laughs> start playing rerun. <laughs> um, if you want to say hello to me on Twitter, it's at Phantom Fellows. Um, send us an email if you would like. Uh, mail at classicgamersguild.com. Um, become a Patreon. Wait, no, that's that's my note to myself. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you to all of our Patreons. You guys are you guys are the best. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting. Your note to yourself was to become a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was some I dark am, times so. a few months ago, you know. Was... <laughs> I love all the audience. I love them, love them, love them. All of you guys out there. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You got. You see, you got David's love too. For that's for free. Um. Mm-hmm. Ours is too, you know, optional, optional. It's free for you. Yeah, (laughs) I'm still paying for the love, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. Free. I mean, it was just a, it was just a spit in the palm, but it was, it was very. Oh, it's getting, all right, it's getting out of control. Oh, the other thing, uh, wish list, wish list our game. Uh, we're we're mm-hmm. making it a point and click adventure game. It's called the Phantom Fellows, and and go wish list it on Steam. Maybe you could, you could find it there, or go to thephantomfellows.com and and you know, wish list it or you know do 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 stuff. I don't I don't know what to tell you. But buy it. I get no, not yet. Don't buy it. Yeah, you can't buy it yet. But download the demo <laughs> and wish list it, and thank you, and we're all done. Oh. And if you, Anna, uh, I've, I've rambled again, so I guess That's okay. they should get I'm, I'm going to jump in with a little plug. Uh, check out David's book, Awake, I Dream. Uh, and if anybody's made it through the rambling, congratulations. If you tell me the title of the book and send a message on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, who's ever first will get a signed copy of the book, Awake, I Dream by David Holm. And uh, anybody else who misses out on that will get a personal high from me and sorry you missed it so that's pretty special too (laughs) so so we'll include the link of where to buy the book underneath the episode and david is it on amazon it's uh amazon yep in yep uh, poetry what category it is but wake a dream Mm -hmm. and then if you want to sign one um if you have facebook pay um set up because i guess that's where everybody shops on marketplace i just set that up yesterday and i, I sold oh, cool. three or four of them because that way they can go and send me a private message and mm-hmm. pay the 25 oh, cool. bucks so if you don't win you're not completely out of yeah. luck that's that's great news well, you know well you know david I, I as much as i love books and i'm really looking forward to getting a book i think uh i think the purest experience would be put it on auto and narrate it yourself yes that's on the list Good. There you go. Perfect. I love it. Oh, I so want to. So after I read it, perhaps I can hear you read it to me, and then I can get a whole different perspective again with timing and everything. That's super exciting. See, this is why you hang around past the mumbo jumbo of our indie bits. You get all these good, and this isn't even Patreon. This is like we're like just putting this out here, guys. So 
Paul, finish us off. Uh, you, well, look, now I got to <laughs> I, I got to do the whole thing again. All right, guys, we're on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm filling my glass. Then. You're gonna do it all again. I'm filling my glass. <laughs> oh God! All right, that's it. We we are out. Um, thank you guys for listening. We love you all. Uh, don't do murder.